Welcome. Y saludos amigos. A nuestra presentación Revenge of the Pod. We are a pop culture pod primarily focused on film and television. Of course, we still talk about comics, we talk about sports, music, all that stuff. I'm your host Luigi and this is my co-host Jason. What's up everybody? Glad to have you back. We've been a little hiatus due to the 4th of July weekend, but uh hey, we're back for a good one. We're going to have another great show for you guys this week, so let's get straight into it. We've got mailbag this week. Some good questions you guys threw our way. We always appreciate getting those questions. Uh, let's get into it. Concession stands. Jason, how you been, man? What you been up to? Uh, been really good, man. Um, I guess a little update on the 4th of July weekend, right? Uh, went up north to, to get out of the heat from Arizona because it's, it's it's getting hot, bro. It's getting hot. Uh, we went up north... Uh, for Jamie's uh, special birthday, I think you know once you hit like this is this is the big one, right? Like once you hit this age, I don't think we really care after that until it's like every decade. You know what I'm saying? But I'm not gonna say it. Like 21. Yeah, 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 exactly. 21. <laughs> yeah, she had a big one. 21st, Jamie. I'm glad you can legally drink now. Yeah, and uh, it was uh, we went up to Pine Top, Arizona. It's about three hours away from us. Uh, <laughs> The weather like literally dropped 20 degrees and we're up north, up in elevation. It was a good time. Uh, what was really cool about it, uh, my sister Janet and her husband, uh, Mark, went. Shout out to them. I know they're listeners. So, um, and their kids, Charlie and Sebastian. Uh, so shout out to them. Uh, they, they went for, for Jamie's birthday. But not only that, uh, Jamie's parent, uh, well, Jamie's mom and her hubby, Jim. Shout out Jen. Shout out Jim. Uh, her brother Travis, uh, her his fiance uh, Brooke, uh, Michaela. I don't know if she listens, but hey, shout out Michaela, shout out Mariah, uh, a friend of ours that actually introduced us, Jamie and and us uh, a while back. So right. thanks for her. Uh, well, we we got a cabin and stuff. We did some hiking. We did some played some pickleball. I played some pickleball for the first time. Is that pickleball shit is- like tennis? What I don't I'm dude. Just- it's like a it's like a fat man tennis. You know what I mean? <laughs> especially for this one. <laughs> okay, okay. No, it was really fun. The kids loved it too. Uh, we played some cornhole. Uh, we made uh, homemade pizzas. Uh, that was really cool. Uh, they came out fire. Uh, we messed up a little bit. It's our first time making pizzas, but uh, they came out amazing. Uh, it was just a good time. It was the first time that my family got to meet her side of the family. So it was like a very special moment. So um, I think Jamie really enjoyed it. Um, Guys, man. And uh, yeah, I just hope she had a great time. I did, so um, it was cool, man. Uh, quick and easy. Fourth uh, of July didn't. Uh, oh, sp- spending with the boys, played some snap ups, this die game where you throw it up and stuff. That was pretty cool. But that that that, that was a that's pretty much it about me, man. On the quick updates, what about you, brother? What'd you do? Uh, we made tons of food, and then we got on a hill that you could oversee downtown to watch the fireworks. Mm. That was nice. I made um, these. Puerto Rican pork skewers called pinchos. They came out oh. pretty well. Only issue I had was the cut I meat cut of meat that I used was a little too fatty. And that's good when you're slow cooking, but when you're gonna do some skewers, it was it was a bit mm, much. Not the best. Yeah. They, yeah. Hey, I, I will say this. I know you sent us a picture in our food group chat. Look fire. So oh, they weird. tasted great. They tasted great. Just over time, like biting into so much fat the, is the like texture. over it. Yeah. yeah, I get it. I, I, I get what you're saying. Yeah, but they did taste good. 
Um, that was pretty much the highlight. Got to spend a lot more time with Gabby and my daughter together, obviously, because she had some days off for Fourth of July. So that was fun. I'm going to get into it, though. I do have some news, Jason. So we've mm. got a bunch of castings for the Superman Legacy movie. Did you hear about this? I did. I saw a few, and you guys still haven't told me. You guys told me about who Lois was casted, but I, I don't know what she looks like. Does she look like Lois? Dark uh, hair? I mean, yeah, she's got dark hair. Okay. Pretty pale skin. I mean, it's fairly easy to cast Lois that way. <laughs> but uh, Rachel Brosnahan, she came out in The Marvelous Miss Maisel on Amazon. It's about a woman who becomes a comedian in the 60s. Uh, pretty good show. Funny show. Uh, she does a great job. She's fun to watch. You like to root for her. So I, I feel like that makes a lot of sense for Lois Lane. My concern more so was with the casting of David David Corinswet from Hollywood on Netflix. That's the only thing I know of him from, and I haven't seen the show. Uh, have you seen this guy? Uh, the new Superman? Is that yes. what he says? Yes. Yeah, I saw it. Um, I, yeah, I like it. He looks like a Superman to me. Can he bulk up? That's That's my question. He doesn't look too bulky. Yeah, yeah. I feel like, I mean, he could definitely look like Superman, but he's like, uh, shout out to Gabby. She described him. She, because in a chat, one of our friends said it was Wish Superman. But, <laughs> yeah, uh, we got the Superman from Wish. He's yeah. not a Wish Superman. He's more like a Walmart or Target Superman. And I was like, that's fair compared to Henry Cavill. You know what I mean? Like, nothing is going to. Unless he does an amazing job, right? Of course, the acting will speak for itself. Well, I mean, how do we feel about Henry Cavill when he was first cast as Superman? People are... When I saw it, I was like, oh, he looks like Superman. Oh, I, okay. I, I, mean, I don't really remember, to be honest, but... Yeah, I even <laughs> saw, like, the casting uh, stories about it, and, um, gosh, Zack Snyder had him put on the original 1950s costume and literally said, oh, no, he, he looks like Superman. Like, he looks like Superman. Well, I mean... It's hard to beat Henry Cavill on that one. What, what about uh, Robert Pattinson? Everyone was like, what the fuck? As Batman, you know? That's true. And that worked out. Yeah, so hopefully the, it turns out to be one of those. I, um, so. I just feel like I'm going to have Henry Cavill expectations, so hopefully he's able to meet those at least. Because that he was the man, dude. I, I, I still miss him as Superman. I still miss him. Um, they did more casting for the movie as well. Did you see who's going to play Hot Girl? I did. Um, I liked all the castings except for the Green Lantern one. I don't know, man. Hal Jordan? It looks like Hal Jordan is going to be a lot older. Uh, Nathan Fillion is going to be playing Hal Jordan. Uh, I know him from the Uncharted games. They used him for the Uncharted video games on PlayStation. He also came out in Guardians of the Gal Galaxy Volume 3. He was one of the guards in those funny big suits. Yeah, yeah. The, um, the main one, the one that did the the one that had the most lines. Yeah. Yes, yes. That was him. So he's I mean, he's he's had some roles. I think he's a fun actor, so I would enjoy seeing him. I, I know he can be funny, but he is a bit older. So well, I wonder You know who would have been a perfect Green Lantern? I don't know why. Ryan Reynolds. Yeah, right. Like Ryan? something tells me. Yeah. He would play it well, but I feel like they'd probably just mess up the movie, right? Yeah, and the, like the CGI just uh, 
problem with CGI. I think it'd be terrible. So the story would be iffy. But who knows? Maybe he'll meet the love of his life on set. Oh, yeah, maybe. Yeah, maybe. Who knows? Who knows? Um, (laughs) Isabella Merced is going to be playing Hot Girl, which if you guys don't know who Isabella Merced is, she played Dora in Dora the Explorer. She also played in a few other things. Gosh, help me out, Jason. The the, the live-action Dora the Explorer, right? the live-action Dora. Oh, she's getting – whoa. Whoa, that she also came oh. out of Instant Family, Sicario, uh, Father of the Bride. She's one of the sisters and Father of the Bride. Sicario, she came out in the first Sicario, no, the second one. The second one. Oh, the little girl, that's what I'm guessing. Couldn't oh. have been that little because it was 2018, a year before Dora came out. So, ish. Apparently, she's in two Transformers movies. I don't remember her in those. But I know she's like one of the main people or the main character in Instant Family. I just I know, know she's the sister and father of the bride, the HBO. From oh, okay. Gotcha. I, I saw a photo of her and uh, she didn't look recognizable to me. But now that you're putting it, I'm like, oh, okay, I think I know who you're talking about. But I thought that was okay. I thought it was cool. Yeah, that'll be cool. Uh, I, she's a good actor or actress. I'm sorry. She's a good actress. So I, I'm, I'm excited to see what she does as Hawk Girl. Clearly. Shocker, everyone. The Black Adam version of these characters probably aren't going to come out. No Hawkman. Who would have thought, Jason? Who would have thought? Bummer. I thought Dwayne The Rock Johnson was going to be in this movie. (laughs) I'm so disappointed. So disappointed. I know. I know you always say, like, The Rock is my favorite actor, Luigi. I know, dude. I have a poster of him up in my room. I know, I know, I know. <laughs> We're gonna talk about that in a little bit. No, but now, honestly, uh, dude, Isabella, Isabella looks like like hot girl. Honestly, dude. <laughs> yeah, that works, man. I really do. I really do think it'll work. And then last one, I don't know who this is in the comics, but Edie Goretti is gonna play Mister Terrific. Do you know who that is? He actually was in the X-Men uh, Days of Future Past. Uh, no, no, no. The, the origin right. one. What's it First called? Class. Yeah, he played uh, the one that could change um, X-Men First Class. And he's the one that could uh, change the environment. What was uh, what was his fucking name? Um, ha- Darwin. His name was Darwin. Darwin. Yeah, yeah, Darwin. He died like fucking epically. He also does a really good job in a Netflix Western. God, do you remember? It's a, it's an all black Western. Um, Starring uh, Jonathan Majors. Oh, no, dude. Oh, what? I don't think I've seen that. He also comes out in season three of For All Mankind. Never seen that that either. Oh, oh yeah, he's he's done some things. He's done some things. Um, gosh, let me here. You take over. I'm gonna I'm gonna look up that Netflix movie. Well, you well, you look it up. I mean, well, we also got a first look of the uh, Wolverine uh, shooting of the Deadpool, and we see classic Wolverine uh, Hugh Jackman in the original yellow suit. Uh, looked pretty sweet. The only thing that was missing is the mask. I thought that was pretty cool. Um, I, I guess they're, they they got a camera while they were shooting, uh, getting prepped for that. So uh, just a little quick update on that. 
Uh, another, it's kind of old now, but uh, I think this is pretty cool. We've been seeing it all over uh, social media is the Las Vegas sphere. It's finally up and ready to go. And uh, it is trippy as fuck. I can't imagine like driving past it and just like seeing like all these different like colors or like just different shit like happening. Uh, I think uh, the sphere itself was like over $4 billion, maybe no more. I, I could be wrong, um, but that shit looks intense. And, and if you go into the sphere itself, like the screen, like it looks like 10 times better than an IMAX theater. It feels like you're like in the fucking screen. So whatever they're showing, maybe movies, I don't know what they're going to be showing in there. Um, but it looks like you're in the actual thing. It just looks fucking insane. Maybe like they'll take you on a trip to the universe and like show you how, how it looks, but it just looks absolutely insane. I'm looking and, at pictures. This thing is wild. Yeah. Is that the first time you're looking at it? I never even knew this existed until Dude. just now. Dude, they've been talking about uh, they they've been in the works for this for years, and uh, people are like, "Oh, this thing's gonna be crazy!" And like the, the inside of it, and like the shows that they're gonna have inside, it's gonna be absolutely insane. Um, so it's not open yet. No, I think it's already done. Uh, well, at least the outside. But like, imagine just like walking and seeing that, like while you're like fucking drunk as shit, or it's Vegas, right? On other things, and just like seeing that shit. That's or, or, or flying into Vegas, and if you could see it from there, I don't know. I might be too small to see it from. Uh, while you're landing, I don't know who I don't knows. Know. That thing looks enormous. It, it's it's it, it's huge, dude. It's uh absolutely insane. Um, I and finally they found the movie, stuff. by the way. <laughs> <laughs> What's the movie for uh, the guy that would play Darwin in uh, First Class? Eddie Gathegi plays Bill Pickett in The Harder They Fall. By the way, if you guys like westerns, check out The Harder They Fall on Netflix, starring Jonathan Majors, Zazie Beetz, Keith Stanfield, Regina King, Idris Elba. Um, Dion Cole, Eddie Gathegi, uh, just tons and tons of people in this movie that are pretty amazing. It was it was a fun movie to watch. It had style. But anyway, he's gonna play Mister Terrific, which I don't know that character from the comics because I don't read DC. But there you go. Yeah, I don't know too much about that character either. But hey, get some new uh, stuff in there. You know, that set of stuff that we already know. Yeah. All right. So Las Vegas Sphere, we got our first look at Wolverine. I did want to make a mention. So Indiana Jones opened up with $60 million and has continued to free fall a little bit. Not as bad as The Flash, which as of last week was, not, was still not over $100 million. So a lot of these big tentpole movies are failing this summer. Well, I'm glad you... Go ahead. I'm glad you brought that up. Uh, this movie came out on July the 4th called The Sound of Freedom. And it hasn't been getting too much uh, volume on social media and stuff. Like, it wasn't really marketed. It feels like they're kind of trying to hush this movie. Um, but it, it beat out uh, Indiana Jones. It's already made more money than Indiana Jones. And uh, it's 100% on Rotten Tomatoes from a viewer score. Uh, it's about child trafficking. And it's based on a true story. That's... So I don't know. Does that kind of add into like the Hollywood stuff? I don't know. Uh, there's all these uh, conspiracy things going on, but I hear it's a really great movie and that everyone should watch it. Kind of opens your eyes about child trafficking and uh, just needing to be careful in that it's everywhere. Right. The critic, the critic reviews are 78 percent. Audience reviews are 99 percent. 99. OK. Is this a documentary or is this a. Uh, no, it's, it's based on the true story of like uh, rescuing a kid that is a real person. <clears throat> and uh, they followed this guy that actually does 
I forgot what the program's called, but uh, he he does this so like child trafficking and just human trafficking in general. And uh, he's like in the front lines, like all the time, like just trying to set up, find these kind of people and rescue people pretty much. And uh, there's just one story that I guess that they won't and they made it into a movie. So, oh man. Oh, I know tons of people that'll watch that movie. Uh, oh. I don't know if it's in the theaters that I'm close to, though. So let's see. Um, yeah, there's a few, but like there's one right down the street um, that's showing it on uh, in my neighborhood. So I'm, I'm pretty sure there's some close ones. But yeah, I, I recommend everyone go watch it. Everyone's trying to put light to it. So go watch it if you guys haven't heard of it, The Sound of Freedom. Here we go, Sound of Freedom. Yeah, I know for a fact that Gabby will want to watch that movie. We'll have to have Katya get babysat somewhere, though. Cause... Yeah, I've seen a lot of people on TikTok said that it, it made them cry and stuff. And it just some people had to walk out just because it was just their parents themselves and it just it's really heartbreaking so not that it's not a good movie it's just like they just couldn't like hack it i haven't seen the movie but that's just what i've, I've been seeing kind of like uh have you seen the trials the trial of gabriel hernandez the four-part miniseries on netflix no his parents did to him he died oh, yeah. oh fuck oh. I haven't seen the other one on Netflix. Uh, the, the 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 six kids that uh, went out to the park in uh, Central Park and they all got arrested and served like time because uh, they raped and and killed a woman. And they turned out that they didn't. Turned out that none of them did it. Yeah, I heard about that. I heard that was a big one. The Central Park Five, right? Central Park. Yeah, Five? Central Park Five or Six or something like that. Yeah, that was, but yeah, sorry, it made me think of that. That's just crazy. So, in lighter note. uh a trailer came out today we're recording on july 11th uh i thought it was pretty dope uh honestly i had some questions about it should we have a prequel to this movie uh the willy wonka trailer dude it looks fantastic dude it looks awesome i mean timothy chalamet like i wasn't sure and then i watched it and i was like why wasn't i sure i don't understand why he kind of looks like uh yeah, he looks like a Willy Wonka to me. Yeah, and he's got the curly hair for it, just like uh, Gene Wilder did. It, I mean, it works for me. And my daughter loves Willy Wonka movies. Like, she loves both of the movies, specifically the Johnny Depp one, because it's just got better graphics. And yeah, yeah, more yeah. Colorful. Uh, uh, course. I feel like the songs are better in the original, right? Actually, the songs are pretty good. Songs are pretty good. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, like they, they've got them memorized almost, which is, it can be a well, little scary. Don't care how I want it now. <laughs> Come on, man. But it looks good. It looks good. It's, um, it obviously follows a young Willy Wonka. He's trying to make a name for himself. You see him traveling the world to find the right flavors and trying to find a, a shop for himself in London and how he's able to do that and become the greatest uh, candy slash chocolate maker in the world. Yeah, dude, it looks cool, man. And the, the Oompa Loompa at the end, um, I forget the actor's name, but uh, it was cool. Right. Like, I like how they, uh, he started the dance and the singing is like, I was like, please stop. I was like, nope. Uh, once it gets going, I, I can't stop. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that was pretty fucking hilarious. Uh, so, I mean, I, hopefully we see more Oompa Loompas and, um, not not just one that looks like every other person, right? Uh, I don't know. And that's coming out December 
15th. I'm pretty excited for it. Um, it just it looks very, very good. I, I would highly recommend it's going to be a family film, so you could take your kids if you got kids. Uh, check out that Wonka trailer. Uh, yeah, Wonka, December 15th. Did you see the Napoleon trailer? I know we talked about it on the show. Joaquin yeah, I know we talked about Napoleon, like Napoleon uh, Dynamite. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, no, I haven't seen it. Uh, what would you think of it? Uh, it looks like it's going to be epic. I mean, Ridley Scott, if I'm not mistaken, did Gladiator, right? Um, I trust him with historical epics. And looking at this one, it looks like it's really going to delve into. And yes, he did. He did do. Um, he did do Gladiator. He did Alien. He did. He did tons of great movies. I mean, in the preview, they show all the films that he's done. So I'm. Yeah, he's, I'm he's all right. Good hand. <laughs> yeah, he's done something, I guess. Uh, he, I know that it's in good hands. It's a huge historical epic. Uh, there are some things in there that I didn't necessarily know that I would see about Napoleon Bonaparte. I didn't know that he was uh, he was kind of a wild man in some in some portions in terms of like high you society. Didn't short huh? You didn't know he was short either? <laughs> that one I did know. That one oh. I didn't know. Uh, you know what? Honestly, like uh, the, I think if you look it up, like he really wasn't that short. Like, it's like, dude, I'm not that much taller than him. He might be the same size. Napoleon was five six. Yeah, dude, that's you know that's for a man. That's that's, that's some cool. people I know, bro, and they know they're not even that short, man. You know, I'm I'm not too far off. I'm listen. six feet, but like, I mean, I, you know, it's not that. <laughs> <laughs> you know, listen, I'm seven feet tall. So it <laughs> no, I mean five six five six is short. Anything under five eight, I feel like that is a little on the shorter side. Hey, uh, hey. You're five eight, aren't you? You're not short. You're uh, I'm five eight with shoes on, guys, if I'm being real. Uh, five eight with shoes on, five seven and a half. Uh I take it back, guys. I meant five seven. Anything under five right. seven, you know? <laughs> that's that's short. You know what I'm saying? What are you, like 5'10"? I'm 5'11". 5'11", okay. I'm so a quarter really, inch from six feet, man. Quarter so inch. really you're six feet. Huh? So really you're six feet. You're 5'11", you're six feet. You're only one inch away. Like just, just I'm wearing shoes. Yeah, I'm over <laughs> a little over six. And it kills me. I'm like, God, why couldn't you give me that quarter inch? I'm like, why? Why? Um, anyway, so Napoleon looks pretty good. Joaquin Phoenix looks like he's... Doing his thing. I know he's going to attack the shit out of this movie. Joaquin Phoenix is playing Napoleon? Yeah. Damn. Okay. I seen a, I saw like a still shot of it. Okay. Yeah, dude. Gladiator, him as Caesar, Napoleon. Like epic sets, man. Really yeah. does. Hell yeah. yeah. Okay. I yeah. like that. In fact, it, it did at times remind me a little bit of Gladiator, seeing him um, among royalty. And I, I definitely want to see Napoleon's story. I don't know enough about him. That's one of the uh, parts that I didn't really, I didn't really delve into was like deep uh, European history during the 17 and 1800s. You know, didn't he uh, lose to, to to I want to say Mexico, but like he was in Mexico and then they lost or what? What the fuck happened there? Do you know? I have no idea. So, oh, oh okay. I know he like lost and got pushed out, like, but I know he was like great general and took over like a lot of countries. Yeah, I mean, he, he got defeated pretty soundly twice. 
Okay. But the fact that he was able to come back after the first one is pretty impressive itself. And yeah, he did. I mean, he almost took over Europe, like like Hitler style, almost took over Europe. So. Crazy. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I like. I knew he was like a powerful general, but like I don't know like exactly what he did. So I don't know. Maybe something to look into before I watch the movie. <clears throat> I think uh, the British and internal turmoil are what pretty much. Well, also him getting a little too greedy. But again, I'd have to go into the weeds with it. So I'm gonna I'm gonna come back to you guys. Hold, on hold that. off on saying that. Don't don't you have a a family member that's a history buff, more buff than you, that listens. That listens? Yeah. Um, no, I don't think so. Oh, okay. Never mind. All right. I'm just talking out of my ass, guys. Sorry. <laughs> no, but I'll get back to you guys on the, on the Napoleon stuff before the movie comes out. I definitely... Any reason to get into it, I'll get into it. So, <laughs> All right. Let's move on to the next thing. We've got... Uh, Jason, you've got something for us about Stranger Things? Yeah. We got like a little teaser prequel for Stranger Things. It came out, uh, it was just like a, it was like a little like old school TV, like showing that it was like zooming into it. Uh, it's pretty much like a, <clears throat> I don't know. It, it's a prequel to the Stranger Things and like how, I guess the lab got started. Like we don't get anything. We don't get any visuals oh, of like. Hawkins, uh, the Hawkins lab. Yeah. Like I, I'm guessing or maybe how it like first got started, even before 11 and all the scientists and stuff like got in there, like how it like got started. Um, and um, it was said in, in a quote, it could be crucial to understanding Stranger Things 5. So it's very important that we watch this, I guess. But it has nothing to do with the original characters. Um, so I don't know. I think it's like a, I can't remember. This was like two weeks ago. So I can't remember if it was like a, a show or like a quick movie, like a little short film. I think that's what it is. It'll have Vecna. It'll, it should have Vecna, so yeah. But like I'm, I'm saying, like original cast from like the kids yeah. and stuff. You're not gonna see those people. You're not gonna see Eleven most likely. Uh, you may see the Doctor like when he's young, but that, like that's about it. But they said it could be crucial to season five of Stranger Things. So it's like, hey, we gotta watch this so we can understand what's going on. I hate that they do that shit. Well, let's be real. Stranger Things fans are probably gonna enjoy having another thing to watch while they wait for Stranger Things 5. This is true. I'm going to watch it. So <laughs> Yeah, same, same. Definitely going to check it out. It gives me, it puts me back in that world, and I'm sure it's going to be based in the 70s or the 60s even. Yeah, yeah. maybe. I don't know. We'll, we'll see. Maybe in the 50s. Who knows? Like, how did Russia get involved, right? Like, from the – I don't know. Well, I mean, we'll see, right? Um, but, yeah, I mean, check, check it out. It was, it was a little quick teaser. You guys don't even have to check it out, to be honest. I'm sure we'll get more – of an extended trailer later. So it's just a little quick teaser if you guys are interested in. Um, I know we are. So uh, another one, uh, Bob Marley, One Love trailer uh, recently came out. Uh, this movie is set to release in 2024 in theaters uh, by Paramount. Trailer looks pretty good, man. It looks it pretty good. It was a long-ass trailer. I'm I'm excited to see Bob Marley's story. I don't know too too much about Bob Marley either. I, I saw a few documentaries. Uh, I can't remember if it was on Netflix. Um, but uh, I I I want to say I like I know a lot of it. But like yeah, I know quite a bit and like how he died and stuff. And uh, he just he's you know preaching peace and stuff. Like it was very um, you know Ross the man, bro. And that like I got I guess he like really pushed it and started it. So uh, love his music. 
I don't, I don't listen to it a lot, but you know, it's just you just always feel good listening to it, you know. Three Little Birds, that song always gets me in a good mood. I like One Love, dude. One Love, yeah, that's a good one too. Yeah. All right, well, definitely something to be excited about coming out uh, next year. So you guys have time to to get yourselves ready for One Love. Yeah, uh, yeah, catch up on your uh, Bob Marley. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Bob Marley and the Whalers. Uh, one more thing from you, Jason. Uh, yes. Uh, so at today, I think it came out today. Can't even remember. Um, the uh, extended Ahsoka trailer came out as well. The Ahsoka series that's coming out here in August twenty third. Uh, you get a little bit more, man. You get uh, you actually get to see Thrawn, like a quick shot of him and what he looks like. I think we got to see Thrawn a little bit in other still shots. Like side profile of him. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then uh, you get to see Ezra uh bridger so he's alive somewhere we get a little bit more sabine ran um all these characters that i'm mentioning guys if you guys didn't watch the rebels cartoon series uh it is available on disney plus i know i keep saying it i keep preaching it because i keep saying it's fucking amazing and keep watch that shit um <laughs> but if you're not a star wars person it's not gonna turn you but... yeah 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 I, I, guess like, right. I tried I tried to get Gabby to watch it. She was like, no, nah, I'm not trying to watch a cartoon. I don't like Star Wars that much. I was like, that's fair. That's yeah, fair. No, that's, that's fair. Yeah. That's where people mess up, man. I think they would appreciate the prequels a lot more if they watched Rebels. And I mean, I think the shows are better. I've always said it. We've said it many times on the show. We have. Uh, we have. We have. We have. Um, although I found something very uh, interesting in that trailer. I don't know if you caught on to it, but Sabrine, Sabine Wren. She's a Mandalorian. Is going to be training with Ahsoka, new teacher. So does that mean Sabine Wren is force sensitive? Is she going to be like a Jedi slash Mandalorian? Well, what's going on? That's what I saw. Um, they paid a little. Oh, take a look at the trailer again. Yeah, and then there was a quick still of like uh, Sabine Wren looking at like walls of like of like. You know when people like make artwork and walls, like uh, the the natives and stuff like that. Uh, they kind of like paid homage to the Rebel show because they showed like Ezra like in the animated and like him in the cast. I thought that was pretty cool. Uh, there's a bunch of other stuff that like uh, just some some quick stuff that I was just like, oh, interesting. Uh, when uh, Ahsoka was fighting that that one dude, I don't know who the fuck he is, uh, the old man, and it looks like he's in that little time loop where Ahsoka was when she could see the past and the future and like all this stuff. It looked like they were in that same that room. walkway. Yeah. That, that, like four directions. Yeah. And it was like white lines leading to, and like little circles of like every timeline and stuff. Like they yes. showed, it showed that they were in that. So like they're, they're bringing that in. Like it's so, just. So viewers in yeah. the rebel series, there is a point. Ahsoka is one of the, I would say one of the central characters. She's not. Oh, for sure. Character, but she is, she was, she's often on the show. Yeah, highly important. It goes through her story because she leaves the force. And what she ends up doing is is finding her own path and understanding the, the force. Uh, I'm sorry, she doesn't leave the force. She leaves the Jedi Order. Yeah. Uh, and she finds her own path and starts uh, learning about the force in her own way. And at some point, Jason, you'll have to help me here. I don't know how she gets in there. I think it may be through one of the Jedi temples or Sith temples that she goes into this dimension in which you can see every timeline. 
and there's these thin walkways. Uh, on the sides of the walkways is just emptiness, nothingness. You fall and you just, you die, you're done. Um, and it has all these different timelines, and that's what Jason's talking about, uh, that it looks like she may be there. Is that correct on the preview? Yes, that's that's what I what I noticed. And uh, yo, thank you for that. You said it, you <laughs> worded it way better than I could. So um, I was just getting excited when I saw that, and I was like, oh, shit. I felt like Leonardo DiCaprio, you know. <laughs> uh, so yeah, there's just like a lot of little things. Uh, I can't think of everything right now because I, I watched I watched the trailer like twice, but like I'm like I'm not trying to watch it too much because there's just a lot of stuff going on. I mean, who knows? So, and I know most of the listeners know about this stuff, but we do have some that have given me feedback. So I'm like, hey, guys, Grand Admiral Thrawn is the main villain in Rebels, and I'll say, I know he loses too, but I like him more than I like Darth Vader. Shoot me if you want to, but I think he's a badass. I like yeah. him. I like what he can do. Yeah, so after Vader dies uh, in, in the comics, from what I've been told, like he takes over. And um, the difference between him and Vader is he's actually, obviously, he's not, he's not, he's not one with the Force, but he is very strong in combat. Um, so he knows well, but he's also very smart, very smart. What he likes to do is study uh, his uh, his um, his uh, adversaries. adversaries like life and stuff like that, their culture and stuff, and he likes to fucking crumble that shit within. He wants to understand them to see like, okay, this is where they're coming from. He appreciates their art and all and their culture and stuff like that. He's just a very intelligent supervillain. I don't want to say supervillain, but villain. I feel like yeah. in that sense, they definitely made a mirror to like Europeans when they took a bunch of stuff from Africa and the Americas and like kept it in their homes i see I mean, that yeah huh? i mean that's what star wars does though right, yeah, like, right. they do those conditions you're like i see what you're doing i see what yeah. you're doing you know your history so it's it's pretty cool it's pretty cool to see that um played out with him because man he's just he's a next level kind of evil and i can't wait to watch him on the show so it'll be really cool to see and, and you don't really hate him either you know no, no like so you like the things he does but you're like man He's he's got a lot going on up here, and he's supposed to be the main bad guy in the Mandalorian movie, in which all these characters are going to end up coming out in, right? Yes, uh, supposedly it's going to tie into that. So this is, I think, this is very important. So maybe we get to see live Ahsoka in a movie. <laughs> I don't know. Money that Mando's going to come out in like the final episode or the second to last episode. Ah, we'll see, man. Right? I'm just to connect it all, right? That'd be cool. <laughs> all right, well. I'm pretty excited about Ahsoka, but I know I'm more excited right now to hear about a show that you finally started watching. I, dude, I did. Uh, finally, I got, we got TV to finish. Land, ladies and gentlemen, sorry, Jason, go ahead. Yeah, we got to finish. Oh, yeah, TV Land. We got to finish Succession, so now we have some free time. Uh, it was either going to be Ted Lasso or Succession when we started it, but I'm so glad we watched Succession first because we got to review it. But uh, yeah, we're watching Ted Lasso. We're in. Season two, we're not quite done um, with season two. But, oh, man, I love it, dude. <laughs> How far are you into season two so I don't mess anything up? Uh, I think we just finished the Christmas episode, and I think we're ahead of one of those other ones. I, I What's going on with Jamie Tart? What's going on with Ted? What's going on with Healy? And Okay, yeah. Oh, okay, yeah. So, uh, so Ted is... 
finally decided to go to the therapist, went off on her though, and then he came back and apologized to her. Uh, Jamie Tarr, obviously he he's back with the team. And uh, there's a lot of growth going on with him, man. You know, it, it's pretty cool. Um, that with, show is all about growth, second chances, doing the right thing. Yeah, that dude. Um, special, but I like it. <laughs> yeah, Rebecca, uh, dude. So it, it's funny because I love all these characters. They're all great. Um, but I think uh, mine and Jamie's favorite character is probably Keely. Keely. <laughs> she's Keely's cool, man. Yeah, she's dope, man. And, uh, it's a happy person. Do you 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 got to like root for Ted, dude? Like it's just, especially in season one, dude. Like he just like has a charisma to him, and you just like really like him. It's hilarious. I like how they like they uh, pay homage to a lot of uh, the old like comedy shows, like there there or like reality shows or like events that have been happening. Um, tons of references, right? Dude, like, tons oh, of references. It's crazy. Uh, one of my favorite ones uh, that Jamie didn't understand. I had to like pause it and like send her a video. Uh, but it was the Allen Iverson uh, interview where he's like, we're talking about practice. Oh, yeah. We're talking about practice? <laughs> not the game. Not the game that I love. We're talking about practice. <laughs> uh, dude, I was cracking up, bro. And there was another reference that she got that I didn't understand. Uh, so it's just cool. Like, just a bunch of references, like, to maybe reality stuff, maybe something that happened. And they just, like, pop make fun culture. of that. Yeah, just they just pay. Yeah, exactly. They make a lot of references to pop culture, which is dope. Um, ah, it's just so fun to watch, dude. Like, I enjoy. Like, it's just I can't say anything about bad about the show, and I, I like season two. I know you said it kind of fell off, but like, I I don't think so. Season three falls off. It's I still like it. I like all mm -hmm. three of them, but they like the first one is the best. The second one is still pretty good, but not as good as the first. And the yeah, I can see that takes a bit more of a dip. Okay, well. I will say this too, and then Rebecca, the owner, right, the one that got cheated on, and so she she took the team pretty much because of the divorce settlement, whatever. It, uh, she is talking to Sam right now, but she doesn't know she's talking to Sam. Sam is a footballer, and dude, I kind of thought it was Ted at first. I kind of want Rebecca and I kind of want Rebecca and Ted to end up together. You know, I I can't really say much about that. I know. Yeah, that's fine. But uh, in that moment when I was watching the show, I thought the same exact thing. And I was on the fence on whether I wanted uh, Ted and Rebecca to get together because they seem like they'd be a great match. But there's also just things that would make them better as friends. So, yeah, yeah obviously she's his boss. So <laughs> that's one of the big ones. Well, she's Sam's boss. So, oh, yeah, that's true, too. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I do. I, I do really like uh, Jamie Tart's growth, especially in season two. I feel like we're gonna see more of his growth and like not be such a shithead, right? In season three, he's pretty dope. I like. Oh, him. is it? Yeah, I, I like. Um, I like the chant for him when he's playing Jamie Tart. Do 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 do. do. Jamie Tart. Do. I thought that was cool. Yeah. And then for Roy Kent, right? He's he's there. He's every fucking where Roy Kent. Yeah, okay. yeah, the chants are cool, man. It just makes me want to watch soccer and like, like, damn, why, why can't our fans like in the U.S. be like that? Like, make some chants for people and just constantly being loud—that'd be so dope. Like, it makes me want to go to Europe and like experience that. So, hey, shout out to our European listeners. I think we had—I don't know—I don't know if they still listen, but we had like someone from Portugal listen, uh, someone from Australia. 
Yeah. yeah. Listeners, shout out to you guys. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I'm loving the show. I really am. Uh, it's over now, right? You only get three seasons, but I think the story played out pretty well. You, I, did you like how it end, ended? I think it ended the way that it had to end. Okay. Um, it's kind of predictable, so you're going to be able to predict. You you like predicting, so you're going to be able to predict most of it. Okay. Is the I part mean, I didn't love because I was like, I don't usually know exactly what's going to happen, but everything I kind of figured would happen did happen. So. Okay, gotcha. Well, I mean, I still enjoyed it. It's like a nice little. Again, it's just a fun show. It just makes you happy, right? Yeah, I don't know about yeah. you, but when I watch yeah, it, yeah. like the world is still a good place. The yeah, world man. Is still good. You just want to cheer for like all these characters, bro. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, that was great. Yeah. All right. Anything else to add about Ted before we move on? No, uh, it's available on Apple TV, but that's about it. That's true. Available on Apple TV, full series, three seasons, guys. Uh, we'll we'll keep you updated when Jason finishes season three because he's already halfway through season two. It sounds like uh, we did have something that's out right now that has been continuing, and I'm not caught up on it. I only saw episode one, but I don't mind the spoilers. Are you sure? Yeah, that's fine. Okay. Like, to me, it's like a it was a cool show, but like I don't even know if I want to watch the next episode. So. Oh, okay. Okay. Not so that I don't, it's not that I hate it. It's just, uh, I don't know. Outside. Right. You're right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's cool. Uh, Secret Invasion has uh, continued its its role. Episode three came out uh, last week. And it turns out that Gaia was helping uh, her father, Ta- Talos. And oh my God, by the end of the episode, I'm sorry. I'm going to, I'm going to smile. I figured that. I figured that. The episode, she gets fucking shot by Gravik and just dies right there. I was like, Amelia Clark, don't leave me now. So I don't know if that was really her, but it looked like her because then it turns into a scroll after she's shot and she's just laying on the floor. But you never know. That's the one thing that I have a complaint about is that I don't know if that was actually Gaia. I can assume because it turned into a scroll. But... Marvel doesn't like to kill people off, which is a trope that I don't love about comics. They seem to be killing people off in this show, like left and right. That's what I'm liking about it. It's got stakes. And uh, we find out that after all, Sam Sam Jackson, Nick Fury's wife, is working with Gravik, as we kind of all expected. Yeah. That's pretty uh that's pretty interesting. Wait. See what's going to happen next. My question is, does Nick Fury know she's a scroll? I think she, I think he does. Yeah, yeah, because in that episode, he asks her whose side she's on. And she's oh, like, okay. You can ask me that. I can't believe you well, had to ask me. And she's looking for the other side. Yeah, because I only saw the first <laughs> Right. I saw the end of the first one, and the end of the first one is she already switched back to her human form. So I was like, wait, does he know that she's a scroll? No, they talk about it later. Yeah. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Uh, and him and Talos kind of, um, they have, they get together and they're working together off of the government. Like they're not working with the UN or the US government at all anymore. Sam Jackson has been fired as head of, I guess, not S.H.I.E.L.D., right? It would be Saber, I think it was called. I don't even know any at this point, dude. Yeah, so he's been fired by, 
by Don Cheadle's character, which is War Machine, uh, Rhodey. And he even says, I personally took this assignment to fire you because this is all your fault and you've ruined everything. And that kind of tells me, like, is Rhodey a scroll? Is he a scroll? I'm wondering if he's a scroll or if he's really just that unaware of what is going on. I kind of hope he is a scroll because, like, come on, bro. Like, you got to be smarter than that, man. I don't know. Maybe he is that dumb. Maybe he's like a Peter Quill. <laughs> he might be. That's uh, that's what I'm wondering, uh, how they're going to end up freeing him so that he can do the Armor Wars now movie, right? It's not a show anymore. It's going to be a movie. Uh, he'll be the star of it. So whatever happens to him in this show is going to be a direct connection to whatever happens in the Armor Wars show or movie, whatever they decide to do. But I'm liking the way the show is going. Uh, it does have like, it's still, it feels like a world ending thing, but all Marvel stuff does. So it does somehow still feel like it doesn't have real stakes. People are dying, but they're not characters that you've been, you know, accustomed to watching. The only I think that's we've watched was Maria Hill. That one was a surprise. Watching her die at the end, you're like, oh, they did kill her. I thought that was gonna be she was gonna be a scroll. I Bro, thought she was gonna be a scroll the whole time. Dude, that kind of pissed me off though, honestly. Like oh really? <laughs> she's been in the movie, dude, she's been in the movies and we're gonna kill her off in a show. Like it's just it didn't sit right with me, man. It didn't sit right with me at all. Also, oh. she's Robin Scherbatsky. You know what I'm saying? So you so that love you got for the actress and her other roles is what's yeah yeah okay. <laughs> i want to see what happens in these next episodes uh because i i really think that it could start taking a good turn now and uh, now that guy is dead i want to see how talos reacts i want to see how long it takes sam jackson to realize that his wife is working for gravic uh they talked about that they're trying to make super scrolls which is a reference to the fantastic four the original super scroll was uh a scroll that had been given the powers of all four of the Fantastic Four. So I'm wondering what it is they're going to do with these super scrolls and what powers they are going to have. Are we going to see any Fantastic Four characters show up in this show? I don't know, but I definitely want to see what they're doing uh, with that storyline because he mentioned it. Gravik says, we're going to create an army of super scrolls. And I'm like, holy shit, they know what they're doing there. But we know Marvel sometimes just kind of throws those things out there and does nothing with it. So I want to see exactly what Marvel does. Uh, pretty excited to see what happens in the next episode, for sure. Yeah, don't drop the ball, Marvel. So Don't drop the ball, yeah. Uh, clearly, people are a little less excited about your stuff lately. Except for Guardians of the Galaxy 3, that was fantastic. Uh, fantastic. My night was fantastic. Moon Knight. But moving on. Uh, that's, that's all I've got for you guys. Cause I don't want to get too deep into it. I, I know I gave big spoilers, main points, but when you watch, when you catch up Jason, or if you don't catch up, let me know. Um, uh, when you catch up, we'll, we'll talk more about that, but let's get into our mailbag feature presentation. Uh, that's good ones. Yeah. We got some good ones this time. We definitely, last time we had some great ones. This one, I think they're pretty fun as well. Jason, I'm going to ask you the first question. If you were a superhero with no superpowers, we're talking, you know, Batman, Iron Man, all those street-level people, Punisher, all those kinds of characters. Kite Man. Kite Man. <laughs> Kite Man. 
what would your superhero name be? Um, dude, so I had a, I thought about it for like a week, and uh, I wanted I wanted to be like something like a Hispanic and stuff like that, but I couldn't think of anything like clever or fun. Um, but then I went grocery shopping, right? <laughs> and uh, I went. Uh, so we have this place called Fries in Arizona. It's like a, it's a supermarket. And uh, they have this thing called Kroger, right? I think you guys in other rest- other grocery stores, it's like an off-brand of like whatever product it is, right? Walmart has great value, right? So the off-brand, right? Great value. It's like the off-brand of it. So yeah, yeah. So uh, my superhero name would be the great value, you know? Why would you be the great value, Jason? Because I'm just an off-brand of all these other superheroes, but it's still fucking great. It's still amazing. Like, you're like, yeah, this guy, this guy. You need superpowers. He fucking does the job, bro. What the fuck? Like, what, what's the difference? I can't even fucking tell. But it's we get this person for less? Like, what? Like, yeah, the great value, baby. Superman. We got the great value. Exactly. The fucking great value. And it'd probably be like a cheap-ass fucking costume, too, you know? Like maybe it was knitted or something by my grandma or something. <laughs> I like that. I like that. Um, yeah. What my, about you? Oh, go ahead, brother. I, got I know you have two. Yeah, yeah. So one of them, obviously, I'm a teacher. So I'd have to I'd have to lean into that a little bit. I'd be el maestro, which means the teacher. El maestro. See, I thought that was, that's cool. But I like your other one better. Yeah, the other one is uh, el mero mero. Now, for those of you who are not Spanish speakers, that's a little full of myself, but I don't care. It's funny. And Metal Metal is like, oh, that guy's the shit. That guy, he's he's a pretty badass guy. So that, that would be mine. I'd be like, and Metal Metal's here, everyone. I got yes, you. I got metal, you. Metal. Let, me, let me get that cat out of the tree real quick. <laughs> got you. <laughs> I'm just saying, it just sounds better, too. Like, I was like, you know, Metal Metal, right? Like, it just, <laughs> it just sounds funny. But I like El Maestro, too. Metal, metal. Yeah, no, it works. I think like if you're El Maestro, I think you'd have like a ruler with you and then like you'd whip the villains, you know, you'd smack them, you know, old, old corporal punishment style on the back of the thigh. That's how you would uh, defeat your enemies. And then assign them like 10 pages of homework. Yeah, yeah. That'd be awful. Uh, That would make you a super villain. Oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) Only to crooks and criminals, bro. Okay. Yeah. yeah. All right. All right. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) All right, what's our what's our next mailbag question? Yeah, man, I like this one a lot, actually. Um, dude, so uh, I don't know. You committed you committed a heinous crime. You're on death row, brother. Uh, you know what happens in death row right before they're about to shoot you? Whatever it is that they're about to do to you, you get one last meal, man. What what's what, what is your ideal last meal? My ideal last meal. So I actually had to take a couple things off because I was like, that's too much food. I don't know if I could do all that, but I've got lomo saltado, which is a Peruvian beef tenderloin dish with lots of juice and then potatoes. It is like perfect. If it's perfectly cooked, it's some of the best meat you'll ever have. Uh, I'll, I'll have on the side a double cheeseburger, classic style, burger joint style. I don't need it it's fancy. I don't need special. Nope. Just double cheese, double meat. Real greasy sesame seed bun, uh, lettuce. Whoa, you're a onion. sesame 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 seed bun guy. I'm a sesame seed bun guy or brioche, but you know, 
Oh, brioche is good. Okay, anyways, keep going. I'm trying to go classic, you know what I'm saying? And then, obviously, mayo, mustard, uh, throw some bacon on there, pickles, and jalapeño. That'd be, that'd be solid, man. Of course, I would have to do arroz con gandules. That is Puerto Rican rice. If you've ever had it, you know why. Some duck donuts. I will be eating a ton of food, guys, by the way. Duck um, donuts? Chocolate chip cookies and milk. There's this Puerto Rican dish that's called carne encebollada, and it's like fried uh, fried pork, uh, pretty much medallions or chunks uh, with onion. It's been fried with onion. A green cheese enchilada, and then to wash it all down, homemade agua de limón con pepino, which is pretty much limeade with cucumber. That's That would be my ideal last meal. <laughs> you know what? They don't give you a time limit of when you have to finish that food. Like They have to like, all right, cool. You can take up to four hours to finish that bad boy. Not gonna lie, I still wanted to add more food, but I was like, if I this was my last meal, I wouldn't be able to finish this. I wouldn't <laughs> be able to eat all this, but I'd want it all. If it was the last time I was gonna taste it, yeah, yeah, I'd want it all. What about you, man? What's your ideal last meal? Uh, for me, I'd have to go steak. Honestly, uh, I haven't had wagyu, so I heard that shit's fire. So obviously, I don't like that shit. Well done. You gotta have that shit either medium, medium rare, whatever it may be. Uh, so definitely a steak. I uh, gotta have some tacos, preferably asada. Uh, oh yeah, definitely, definitely asada tacos. Yeah. Uh, gotta wash that shit down with like a Mountain Dew Baja Blast. <laughs> I, just, I just have to have that. Uh, I gotta have a case of beers. Don't matter. Maybe, maybe Modelo, Modelo Negras. I don't care. Uh, case of beers, for sure. Uh, a burger, maybe from Waterburger. You know, grilled onions. Yeah, I would take a water burger for my jalapenos. And then uh, probably uh, some green chicken uh, chili enchiladas, like my mom's recipe style. I'll do that. Sir, yes, sir. Dude, I had to have a green enchilada. Like, Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was, that was one of the ones I was like, this has to be on my final meal. And then obviously there's some sides and stuff and dishes and stuff that I would probably add. But like, I, I think it'd be... Too much for me, but like, if I really want to enjoy it, like, I don't want to add any more stuff, you know. Oh, uh, bro, I was just gonna be like, in my mind, I was like, I won't finish all of those, but I'll taste them all. They're all gonna really get a bite of everything. Yeah, you're right. You don't have to finish it all if you think about it. Yeah, yeah you're not I wrong. I almost did a Chicago style pizza too, but I was like, mm, even a bite mm. of that is really heavy. Have you had that though? Fantastic. Yeah, it's like a pie. It's like a yeah. badass pie dude. coming out of everywhere. Anyway. Now, those are good last meals. Uh, listeners, let us know what your last meal would be. I definitely am interested. I'm a foodie, so I definitely like hearing about different kinds of food. Um, all right. Next one. Jason, if your house had a theme song, if your house had a theme song, what would it be? Dude, so right now, since I live with Jamie, obviously, my girlfriend. <laughs> It'd have to be this TikTok song. I don't know if you heard it, um, but it's it's like a, a guy that does like parody songs, kind of like a what's his face? Um, what's that very one famous? Uh, they even uh, made a movie about him. Oh my god! Huh? Uh, they even made a movie about it. Weird. Yeah, Al. they just made a Weird Al. There we go. Um, but this TikTok song, it goes, it, it's always a, a dog, <laughs> like a cute ass fucking dog, and it goes. Where the heck is ma'am? Right? <laughs> and it's just a dog being all sad, like, where's mom at? Right? Like, you buy me. 
like it's just the fucking silliest fucking song ever but like it's true because we have two dogs at this house and like they fucking love their mom and uh they're always like where the fuck is mom so it's just uh it has to be that has to be our theme song honestly that should have been mine too true my daughter and my dog are like where's mom yeah uh, that was crazy man that's, <laughs> a cool that's a good one i like that i like that Mine are uh, a little more of songs that are just always on repeat in our house that all three of us like. Uh, one would be Ain't No Mountain High Enough by Marvin Gaye. Oh, that's um, that's fire. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then we've also got Mr. Blue Sky. Gosh, you remember the electric Mr. Blue Sky by Electric Light Orchestra. Uh, that's the band. It came out in... Um, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2, it's the opening scene where Groot is on the headphones and they're firing. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That song's yeah. fire, yeah. Yeah, Katya loves that song. We enjoy listening to it, so we're okay with that one, too. And then, funny enough, Katya's a pretty bit... Got, so is pretty much what leads what we get to listen to a lot of, because uh, she'll just lose interest if not. But she's a big fan of System of a Down, Chop <laughs> So just randomly... Absolutely. Chop suey, yeah, yeah, yeah. No way. Yeah. I would love to see a video of her jamming out to Chop Suey to some of them. Oh, down. I got you. I think we've got some already. I'll send that to you. <laughs> why, yeah. why have you not send that to me? Like, <laughs> yeah, that's my. I, I don't know. That's my bad, guys. I, to those of you who know my daughter, you'll definitely enjoy. You'll definitely enjoy that video. But yeah, those are our our three uh, nominations for theme songs for the house. Chop suey, man. That's yeah, yeah. that one. That one it makes me laugh every time because she gets into it too, man. She gets into it. Um, she even does that when angels deserve to die. Wake up, you wanted to. <laughs> God damn, <laughs> That's just, I would just love to see that. Dude, honestly. <laughs> all right, all right. So, what's our next mailbag question, man? Okay, man. So obviously we love movies. We critique movies. And usually um, I've been told from some of our listeners, like you guys give high scores to like a lot of movies that you guys see. Well, I mean, of course, I think we know what we like. So we're, we're probably going to have positive reviews for most of them. Um, we, we talked to sh- we talked shit about a few movies, but uh, let's talk about some movies that we didn't like. Um, was there ever a movie that you just cannot get through and walked out. Maybe a movie theater, or maybe you were sitting at the couch. But like, what what movie do you just like? Yeah, I'm not finishing this. Turn off, or I'm not. I w- walked out of the theater. Touche. I was able to finish Morbius, uh, mostly because we were at a drive-in theater. But anyway, the one that I could not finish. It is a classic film. Horror fans across our our tens and tens of listeners are going to be upset with me about this one. Jaws. No, I love Jaws. Oh, oh okay. okay. <laughs> I know, I just said it because I knew where you were. <laughs> uh, no, uh, Sith, nice. No, the original, directed by Sam Raimi, Evil Dead. I That movie's fucking trash. I don't care what anybody tells me. That movie sucks. The acting sucks. The effects suck. Uh, the storyline is okay. The camera work sucks. It was just, I couldn't, me and Gabby were both like, I can't finish this movie. I don't want to watch it anymore. I literally turned around. I was like, can we stop? Did, did you guys I watch this? Put it on, but I was like, I don't want to just take it off if she's enjoying it. And no, I, I couldn't. I 
couldn't do it. Did you guys watch this because Evil Dead Rise was coming out? No, we actually watched it a few years ago. We tried oh, watching okay. it a few years ago. I think it was four years ago, four or five years ago. And, uh, and we were just on a horror binge. Every, every October, we watch a bunch of horror movies. You know, it's October. Right. Uh, and we put that one on because I was – we had both seen the remake, which I actually think is a very good movie. Um, so we were like, let's check out the original. You know, everybody says it's so good and for its time and what he was able to do with such little effects. And, you know, it was just pretty much made with a hundred something do- dollars or some crazy amount. I know it's something. But it was made with hundred dollars? That's crazy. <laughs> it's, it was like a few hundred. Wow. It was literally made with a few hundred bucks. Yeah. I mean, when you look at it through that lens, you're like, wow. Okay, that's pretty impressive that he was able to do that. But that movie still sucks. I don't care what anybody tells me. It sucks. Don't watch it. Don't waste your fucking time. Don't rent it. Just, no. No. I will say, the sequel, the the threequel, actually, the third part, which is pretty much a comedy, it's called Army of Darkness. Love that movie. Hilarious. Hilarious. They leaned into the humor. They had better effects. Bruce Campbell is at his best. But the original Evil Dead... Thumbs down. Gotcha. Damn, tell me how you really feel. I give it a one. (laughs) Give it a one. Okay. Uh, One, actually, uh, for me, uh, I I walked out of the theater. Uh, And not just me. Uh, My godmother, uh, Vanina, um, and, uh, like, her family, uh, because they took me. Uh, We walked out of Zoolander. Terrible movie, dude. I fucking I, I agree. I agree. It's not a good movie. I don't know why there people was one like scene that cracked me up though. There was one scene. I, I, I don't, I don't know. know. You tell me. It, it was the scene where they're they're at the gas station. I think I think oh. I was already gone by then. <laughs> no idea, dude. Oh, okay. There's a scene where they're at a gas station and they're like they're idiots, right? They're all stupid. Yeah. And they're they're playing with the gasoline as if it was like water, and they're doing it like water guns, like. <laughs> And then obviously, like Zoolander is talking on the phone, and he's like, "Ha!" And he turns around, and then he just hears this huge explosion, and all his friends fucking die. I cracked up. That was pretty fucking funny. But other than that, I I couldn't sit through the movie either. I didn't. Was that a blue steel look, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't pay <laughs> enough attention. I agree with you on that one. That was yeah. Yeah, for the for the listeners out there and not the viewers, uh, I just did a blue steel look. So that's something you can only get on YouTube. So, oh yeah, um, or or uh, do do your do your uh, best impression of a uh, uh, blue steel look. Ready? I don't. What yeah. do you do? You just all right. You just go. Kind of like a duck. Yeah, kind of like a duck face. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, right. That's all I imagined. It's like, is it a duck face? It's pretty much. Pretty it. much. Pretty much. Um, but yeah, terrible movie. And uh, from actors that I enjoy, Owen Wilson, uh, Ben Stiller, I think Yeah, Ben Stiller. Yeah. So Will it was just, is one of my favorite comedic actors. It was just uh, terrible. And uh, I don't want to say this is an honorable mention, but like I, and because people love this movie, I don't hate it. Don't get me wrong. But uh, Anchorman, just not a fan of it. And I know people love it. It's great. It's a funny movie, but it just didn't do it for me. I didn't walk out, and I could watch it. So That's like my favorite comedy, so we're on opposite ends of that one, Jason. Jesus <laughs> Christ. How could you do this to me? How could you How could you betray me like this? I, I'm sorry, man. Well, you know, we, uh, things change. 
right? And we we change our opinions sometimes. Um, and I, and we, we've been doing this for over a year now. So uh, we got another great question. Uh, and you like that segue? Uh, Sigu, whatever. Uh, a movie that we previously rated that has changed. Luigi? Okay. Any okay. thoughts on that? Well, mine is fairly easy. I mentioned it before. It's got to be Love and Thunder. I mean, I rated it like a seven because me and Katya really enjoyed watching it together. It's him and his daughter at the end of the movie. Like, of course. Right. There's a bunch of kids in it. She loved watching that. I will say she has not asked to watch it again, though. So how much did she really love it? But at the time, she was all about it. And so I was like, oh, she loves this. Yeah. It's good to watch with your kids. It's good to watch with your kids. But as a movie, it is like a four. It's a four. It's a yeah, I, I agree, man. It was a not, not a great movie. Um, it's kind of fallen off, right? Uh, yeah. can, <laughs> uh, for me, I would say Dungeons and Dragons, I guess, because all the movies that I've rated uh, since we've been recording, I think are all still pretty the same, how I feel about them. Um, I think I may have ranked Dungeons and Dragons too high, but that means that not meaning that I didn't like it. I, I think I just ranked a little too high. I can't remember what I gave it for the score. But I, I think I would just drop it down a couple notches. Yeah, I don't remember what I gave it for a score, but I think I would rate it higher over time for me. So we're in opposite. Yeah, no, like, yeah, yeah. No, like I thought it was great, but like I haven't seen it since. I've watched <laughs> I, it four times since. Really? Uh, yeah. Where I don't even know where it's on. Like, where can I watch I'm it? Paramount Plus. Oh I'm shit! Gonna, I'm gonna watch that shit tonight, son. Yeah, uh, I'm gonna <laughs> add it to my private collection as well because. Uh, oh, yeah. It flopped at the box office. It got great reviews, great audience scores, but people just didn't go see it. I don't know if it's because it's a fantasy film. Um, I don't know if they just didn't give it enough uh, marketing and advertising. But I think it was one of the better movies that came out. Um, yeah, I, I agree. Like again, I'm not. I'm not saying I. I like. I love this movie. Don't get me wrong, but I think I just ranked it too high compared to like other movies in that score area you know what i'm saying yeah so not not that i hate it i love that movie like uh again i, I would i would say i'm gonna watch that movie tonight and it's probably true but i'll probably watch like the first two minutes and just <clears throat> knock out so <laughs> I, I think it'll it'll make my top movies of so far as of july oh. it's probably gonna make my top movies of the year so. oh it's up there for me uh, as well Paula song at the end too i liked it yeah yeah fire so I'm really hoping they, they do well on streaming. So watch that, guys. Watch it on Paramount Plus, Dungeons and Dragons. Great movie. I'm, I'm going to buy it just to add some support to the film. I know the studio doesn't need the money, but the people who are trying to make another movie, they do need you to they do need you to do it. So need that green light. Yeah, so I'm hoping to just throw as much support in that movie because I want after that movie was done, and I said it when we reviewed it, I just wanted more. I wanted to spend more time in that world. I wanted to know more about the characters, more about different people that are in that world and what they do and how they interact. So I definitely am hoping for a sequel or even a show based off the movie. That'd be cool. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm, I'm ready for it. I'm ready for it. So yeah, um, Dungeons and Dragons, you would rate a little bit lower. Fair enough. That's fair. Um, you know, your opinion changed on it. Yeah, but... but but like a like a decimal point, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. For, for my me, opinion did change on it. They, I don't, I don't know popular. I, yeah. I don't yeah. know if I would uh, 
I don't know if I would give it a nine, but if I didn't give it a high eight in the original review, I think I would give it a high eight now. I think I gave it a nine something. Um, so it, it would drop down to the eights. So oh, okay. So we'd probably yeah, be yeah. in the same place. Yeah, great yeah. Movie. Great movie. Uh, either way, though, our opinions changed on some of these movies. Talking about opinions, what is your unpopular opinion for Star Wars? Something out of Star Wars. What is your unpopular opinion, Jason? Um, so we got this question. I got the Star Wars question. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to ask you later about not Star Wars for you because you love something else. I love Star Wars with a passion. Uh, I, I've said this many times and everyone agrees. Uh, Star Wars has like the worst fans out there. Like they're just terrible. <laughs> yeah. Um, but an unpopular opinion, and I think you're gonna have to agree with me on this one, Luigi. Um, there's actually a couple that I had, but the, the main one for me was the solo movie. Um, it's actually up there as one of my favorite Star Wars films. Films like the, the movies. I, I think it's amazing. Um, I thought it was one of their better outings. I I put it up there with like Revenge of the Sith. If The Last Jedi had not just foiled the ending and killed Luke Skywalker the way they did, it would still be a good movie. You but mean Darth Vader? Oh, The Last Jedi. Oh, I, I, I thought you meant... Sorry. Into the Sith? No, no. Like I would have really liked that one. But yeah, now that I've seen the whole series, I'm like, oh, you did really do Luke dirty on that one. That's yeah, cool. dude. It just kind of it made no sense. Like, uh, Ruins the, the rest of the movie a little bit. Yeah. like Looking back on it, because I, I enjoyed uh, Revenge of the not Revenge of the. Re I liked Revenge of the Sith. I thought that movie. Was what was the last one? Where uh, Palpatine comes. Rise of Skywalker. You enjoyed that movie? Uh, going into the movie because I just saw like the like the the still shot. I saw it in IMAX theater, so like visually it was stunning. That's an um, unpopular opinion, right? It is visual. Yeah, yeah. Look, looking back at it, I was like, "Well, this movie's not good." Um, <laughs> and not that it's just like the storyline, the from the like the the the, yeah. the three storylines. It just and it just. Kind of fails everything that it was for the original. Like it just ruins everything from prior to that. Like it's just like, oh, all right, whatever. <laughs> I don't yeah, know. It kind of messes up Force Awakens and Rise of Skywalker. Yeah, For Force Awakens was just a a new hope. Yeah, you know what I mean. They, they just really, job it was credit based. It was like, hey, don't copy off of my paperwork, and uh, they just copied off of your paperwork, right? Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, Solo. I think Solo was a great movie. It was very uh, unique in itself, and just like a you know, where Solo was, Han Solo was before, how he met Chewie, you know, uh, you still get to see uh, Darth Maul still alive. We knew this in Clone Wars, but you get to see Darth Maul still alive, like, how the fuck, right? Like, it just kind of ties into that Clone Wars cartoon series that we, we knew about, and I was kind of excited to see a second part of it, to see, like, what Darth Maul was doing when he was building up his empire within the cartoon series, to see it in the movies would have been great. Uh, because Darth Maul is a fan favorite from everybody, so I don't know why they're not fucking bringing him back into the movies. I don't know. Uh, it just it makes no sense to me. Uh, also, Chopper is a better droid than R two D two. Oh, that's uh, a, that's fair. That's I mean, opinion, but uh, yeah, that's my opinion. Uh, BD one is probably the best droid in all of Star Wars, but that's just me. Game, right? Huh? That's the one from the video game. Yeah, BD1 guys is from the video game of Fallen Order and uh, Jedi Survivor. So, 
and Chopper is the droid that they have in Star Wars Rebels. Rebels, the cartoon. Talking about that has Admiral Thrawn. It has Ezra Miller, which is going to be one of the next great Jedi's. It's got Ahsoka Tano. Right. So he's he's like the team's droid. He looks a lot like R two D two, like that same like cylinder style with the two. Yeah, legs. he's a R four unit, I think, and yeah. uh, he just has a little bit more attitude. And and R two D two has attitude, but he, like he's just a little bit less afraid. And like he has like these little arms that pop out, like kind of like R two D two. But uh, he's just a uh, a lot a uh, lot. I can't say like they're both like the same, but like I think he's just a little bit more. All right, all right. Rebellious, I would say. Some good unpopular opinions. I like it. Yeah. What about you, bro? I'm ready for you. Mine is different. It's not Star Wars. Yeah. So unpopular opinion for you for Marvel because you're huge. You're you love the Marvel. You love the MCU. You don't think there's anything wrong with it at all. You think it's all perfect. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. No. Exactly. Exactly. Um, I'm a huge Marvel fan. I can't say I'm a fanatic because I I read some of the comics. I follow up on characters. I watch shows. I watch the cartoons. I watch the movies. Right. I, I do what I can, but it's just a massive, massive franchise. I, I would never be able to catch up. Same thing uh, with Star Wars. But yeah. 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 I feel like you know more about Star Wars as a whole, though, than I would about Marvel. I, I feel like I know a good amount, but there's just I, so much. I feel like you know more, more about Marvel than I do. So, well, it's Marvel. Man. Yeah. <laughs> that one makes sense. Um, Okay, so my unpopular opinions about Marvel. As a character, and I'm talking about in comics, in movies, and nothing against the actor. I think the actor is what made it so popular. Iron Man is kind of overrated. I think he's kind of not that great. Not that great. Not a big fan of Iron Man. Uh, I don't hate him, but I just think, eh, he's eh. He, and, and people will get upset with me because he is supposed to be the heart of the Avengers in the comics and the movies. Like, he is the Avengers. He's the reason that they exist. He is the I, uh, behind it. I'd have to agree with you because if it wasn't for Robert Downey Jr. and, like, doing such a great job with that role, mm-hmm. I don't think a lot of people are really much fans of it, especially when Marvel was going down in the 90s or th- and they had to sell off certain characters. They were selling off like the Hulk. They were selling off Spider Man because those were popular. They kept Iron Man because no one fucking wanted Iron Man. They weren't wanting to make movies about Iron Man. Yeah, and they had actually the reason that they didn't make a Captain America movie first was because that they they had given the rights to Captain America and Thor, uh, and the rights hadn't quite run out yet, so they didn't make those movies first. Um, that was that is what I understand. I don't know if Iron Man was part of that deal. But yeah, that was the reason they didn't make a Captain America movie first. Interesting. Interesting. Um, I'm going to agree with you on that one, honestly. If it wasn't for Tony Stark, Tony Stark, <laughs> uh, Robert Downey Jr., it, maybe people wouldn't be such a huge fan of Iron Man. I don't know. Agreed. I have a few others. I actually have uh, four more <laughs> popular opinions. Give it uh, to I, me. I don't think you need to read any of the comics to enjoy the movies. I really don't. Uh, the movies can stand alone on their own. Obviously, you can you can get more delved into the world and know about references and all of that. But the movies, I think, at least at least up to a certain point, they they made them so well that you didn't really have to worry about uh, knowing all these characters and who they are and what they do because it was playing out in the movies for you. 
You know what I mean? Like you were getting these answers. You were getting these, these answers to the teasers that they were giving you. And the comics, I mean, they take a lot of time to really get into, you know, I'm, I'm excited for secret wars. Yes. I read the comic. Um, I liked the comics as a kid. I liked the cartoon on Spider-Man, but if this is brand new for you, I'm excited to see what someone who doesn't know anything about secret wars thinks about the movie when it comes out. So you yeah. don't read the comics. I, I, I do have to agree. <clears throat> um, also do find it really cool though, uh, especially when I go to the movies with like Jermaine. Uh, throw out all the information. You're like, hey, this yeah, is, and, this and is he's very cool. subtle about it because I'm watching the film and he'll just be like, oh, he's making reference to this and blah blah blah. blah. I'm like, oh, cool, cool, yeah. like that's awesome. But like, he'll let me enjoy the movie. I, I love going to I love going to the movies with Jermaine. Shout out Jermaine. Shout out Room Podcast three hundred three. Um, but yeah, uh, I, I'd have to agree with you. You don't have to. Um, Especially with the Marvel movies, if you if you, they're they're fun in itself, I, I will say Star Wars the same thing. But like you should watch it. You know what I mean? <laughs> uh, you, you should always maybe like, Star Wars is different though because it makes it significantly better. Yeah, like, the cartoons make it significantly better. That's you know? true. So I, that would be my only difference there. That's a good one, man. I, I like that. I think uh, some huge Marvel fans would probably disagree with you, but uh, yeah, I do like that. Well, we have listeners who think like, oh, I need to, I, I don't want to watch this because I don't know, you know, I don't know this and this. It doesn't matter. You'll be fine. You'll be okay. Um, okay. So my next one is, uh, I think, and I think this is an unpopular opinion because the character is so synonymous with children uh, in the sense that like every kid, and I'm talking about Spider-Man, every kid has like something of Spider-Man, even girls love spider-man everybody likes spider-man right they aim the character at kids there's tons of cartoon shows of spider-man they have tons of spider-man toys tons of spider-man gear backpacks merchandise it's all aimed at kids but i think that spider-man should have more runs like on television and on film where you see the darker side of him and the more ruthless side of him. I think that's part of why we haven't seen a good version of Symbiote Spider-Man yet. We'll probably never see, um, I, I think it's called Sin... No, not Sinister Spider-Man. The Spider-Man where Doc Ock actually takes over Spider-Man's body in the comics. It's this whole storyline. Uh, he thinks that he killed Peter Parker. He takes over the body and he actually kills people. Um, those are darker versions of Spider-Man that I would love to see played out on film that'd be cool it'd be really tough because like you like you said with the kids and stuff and uh tom holland i don't know he just seems like a very fun character well do you see him at the uh trying to kill willem dafoe like he had it in him oh yeah yeah he did yeah that's yeah, true man. you're not wrong yeah that's the spider-man directed oh wow <laughs> <laughs> uh so that's another unpopular opinion for me and then I've got two more I'm going to throw at you. Uh, the movies are starting to fall into some comic cliches. I just mentioned when characters die, they don't really die. Uh, I think moviegoers are going to reject that. I certainly don't like seeing it in films. In comics, yeah. it isn't the greatest thing because it feels very cheap and it cheapens the story. Uh, and I think character development is a bit shallow in the movies per movie, even though they try to convince you it's not. Of course, if we're talking about characters like Captain America, they get like five to seven movies where they can really grow as a character but within a single movie you don't see the kind of character development that you see 
in, I hate to say this because uh, listener Tom is going to be like, I knew it. But in true cinema, you don't, you see a lot more character development and you yeah. just get it in these Marvel movies. They're too busy giving you the action, the, the humor and the overall gravitas of the whole thing, the grandiosity of it. So those are my unpopular opinions about Marvel. I like them. I like them. Uh, well, speaking of that, I, I don't have this question in here written down, but uh, I forgot to put it on there. Um, you brought up Thomas. Uh, he had a question for us. Uh, and they're both Disney. So who do you think right now, um, obviously box office, like they're not doing well right now, Disney, the past eight films that they've made. So uh, he brings up a question. Who has had a bigger drop-off, Pixar or MCU? Because the last Pixar movies have been not doing so well, and as well as the past MCU films as well, minus Guardians of the Galaxy 3. I was about to say, that's that's my thing right there. Pixar has had a bigger drop-off. One, because they didn't put their best, like they put Soul on streaming. They put um, Turning Red on streaming, and I thought those were there. I don't think they should have. Yeah, those, those two should have been in theaters, whereas Lightyear... Uh, Strange World and Elemental, I could see it in theaters, but it wouldn't make that much. Probably should have been in streaming. Yeah. So I think the fact that those movies went to streaming and they didn't get the money out of them, that's a bigger drop-off to me um, than I would say Marvel has had because Guardians of the Galaxy came out. You know what I mean? Guardians of the Galaxy did really well i know ant-man and the wasp did not do well thor love and thunder didn't do that well uh but they didn't do bad yeah well kind of forever actually surprisingly didn't do that well either i thought it was a good movie though it didn't do that well yeah no uh, based off box office that it didn't do well no kidding that is a surprise for me yeah that's that's too bad because i think gosh i think that's one of their their better entries i know people have their problems with it but i think it's one of their yeah. better entries i think it's dr strange is not an amazing film but it's solid enough you know what i mean i think it i think it's better than Lightyear and strange world right so i would say that pixar has had a bigger drop off even though if uh, soul and turning red had come out in theaters i might not be saying the same thing same thing oh shang chi amazing film as well that one definitely, I think, even if it didn't do that well in theaters, it's still a well-made film. Yeah, I think I'm gonna have to agree with you on that. Uh, I, as a person that grew up on Pixar and like loves Pixar, and I thought that, like they just couldn't miss at all. They've been they've been kind of missing. And I would and and guys, you know, if you're listening, you're like, none of those movies are that bad. Yeah, you're right, they're not that bad. But, but they're not compared to like high quality from these studios, and it's not inside out. Up, yeah. Wally, you know, it's just Toy Story. Yeah, I mean, they've literally shaped our childhoods. Um, and they've shaped the childhood of many, many other generations as well. So in terms of drop-off, like, it's just, you know, a couple years where they just haven't done as well. And we'll see a turnaround, I'm sure. Disney has found ways to always turn it around. But yes, I think Marvel is doing better than Pixar is right now. Gotcha. And that's gotcha. why they that's why they kept putting Pixar movies on streaming. I still I really don't understand their choices 
I don't understand how they put Lightyear and Strange Worlds in theaters, but not Soul and Turning Red. Well, Soul, I think it was because it was during the pandemic. Yeah. Well, same thing for Turning Red, I guess. Yeah. <clears throat> but oh well. All right. Though that's that's my opinion. Um, what about you, man? You agree? Hey, I might have to agree with you on that one. So I was just nodding my head on that one. So uh, next one. <laughs> uh, you know, we we, uh, we like movie characters and stuff, uh, but if you could be any character in any movie, who would it be and why? Uh, I haven't finished it, but uh, William Wallace in Braveheart? <laughs> oh, yeah? <laughs> <laughs> How terrible would that oh, be, right? By uh, the end of the movie, I'm chopped up. No, no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I, I would be uh, the human centipede uh, in the human centipede. The one in I'd the be, middle. The one in the middle. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that, yeah, yeah. You get all the fun, you know? Yeah. <laughs> oh, kidding, guys. We're kidding. Now, mm -hmm. um, I actually, I've got, for sure, I would love to be Ferris Bueller in Ferris Bueller's Day Off. That'd be dope. Like, what a fucking day they have in that movie. And a beautiful day in Chicago? Are you kidding me? I shake it a baby now, shake it a baby. Please, that child. I love when Cameron looks at him and he's like, we haven't done anything fun today. He's like, you haven't done anything fun? <laughs> he's <laughs> like, I took you all over the city pretty much. <laughs> no, that was, that was, that would be like the one for me. You're, you're just out with your girl and your best friend, just going around the city in a badass car, doing the best things you could do in the city. Eating a great as great an 18-year-old. Huh? Yeah. As, as an 18-year-old. Yeah. Like, what What a better way to go. Uh, another another joke when I had was, uh, imagine being the T-Rex in Jurassic Park. That'd be kind of cool. Just going around fucking eating people. The guy in the <laughs> restroom, I got you. Hung. Yeah, but that was, I don't think I would actually want to be that. <laughs> I'd also, the history nerd in me had to put this one in because I could not pass up the chance to talk to all these historical figures I would love to be Ben Stiller's character, Larry Daly, in Night at the Museum. Like, Wow, that'd be fun. Sick. That'd be fucking sick. So that would definitely be one of mine. Um, and then I have one similar to yours. So I'm going to say it, and then I'm going to pass off to you. Uh, I would like to be uh, Brendan Fraser's character in The Mummy. Uh, uh, but it, there had to be one character where you're a badass. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that would be the one. I think Rick O'Connell. Play Rick O'Connell. I mean, you save everybody. You get the girl. You're the badass in the movie. I mean, come on. Which leads to the character that he's inspired by, which is? Indiana Jones, man. Like, that's the first thing I could think of. Like, his life is almost like, and especially in the movies, because I was thinking about characters that I wanted to be as like, you know, he had a harsh life or like a lot of stuff like I don't know if I want like my parents dying or like you know what I mean like losing all your loved ones you want to be Batman? Like, <laughs> yeah like John Wick like for example like you lose your wife and they killed your dog you know what I mean yeah. it's just I don't I don't want I don't want, I don't want be that so uh, Indiana Jones like he's a scientist but also an explorer he gets to travel the world and he's just a badass he always fucking wins dude always wins charismatic gets all the women you know and they love him they love yeah, him they love him I love him, you know? <laughs> Who else um, do you want to be? Uh, I would I, I would love to be Buddy the Elf, too. God, if you were Dude. Buddy the Elf, I would hang out with you every day. Dude, I, yeah, exactly. Like, how happy is this motherfucker, dude? You know, and like... Every day, he's a happy guy. 
think like every day is Christmas. Like he's just constantly happy. He's always joyful. And like the people around him just makes their lives a lot better just because he's always happy. And I mean, it'd be kind of annoying. Like if you really think about it, like some people well, at first, people thought he was annoying because he's just like always happy. Like why are you always, always happy? But this person is generally kind ass person. And uh, he just seems like it's always good. So and, and in a world where it, it, it can be rough. Yeah, buddy. The elf, man. Easy. Like and you that. get to meet Santa, dude. <laughs> I, who wouldn't want to meet Santa? Right. Uh, great choices for characters in a movie. Um, you know, I, I would want to be these characters, right? But we've also seen movies, and this is another question. We've also seen movies where you see a character who is not being played very well. Yeah. Um, if you could recast an actor to make a movie significantly better, which movie and actor would you pick, Jason? I think this one's easy for me, dude. And uh, that's uh, replace The Rock in any movie he's ever been in and put Arnold Schwarzenegger in there. That's it. <laughs> you know, that's all I need. That's all I need. Okay, fair enough. I got a few for you, and I'm going to go through them uh, a little bit quicker. So first off, if you've ever seen Le Miz, there is one person that cannot sing in that movie, and that's Russell Crowe. He should not. He had no business being in that fucking movie. So I'd replace him with Ewan McGregor, who can sing and is a great actor. Um, I would also replace. I love that. Yeah, I'd also replace Keanu Reeves in Bram Stoker's Dracula from the nineties. Oh, I don't know, man. Yeah, you know, you're right. You're right. You're right. Not do a good job in that movie, and I'd replace him with Benedict Cumberbatch. Ooh. A solid pick. He would play it very, very well. He can play a guy from London. Easy. He's from London. Um, and then the last one, don't get mad at me, Jason. But the first Star Wars movie has an, a young actor that isn't very good. Um, you don't know. <laughs> no. I would replace uh, Luke Skywalker. I'd put Timothy Chalamet. Obviously, time would not allow for that because Timothy Chalamet did not exist. In 1978-79, but I think he would do a significantly better job than the man, the the legend, the Joker. Uh, gosh, what is his name? He plays Luke Skywalker. Mark Hamill, dude. Mark Hamill. Yeah, he would replace uh, uh, Robert Downey Jr.'s Tony Stark with uh, Tom Cruise. It was originally supposed to be him. Work. We both. It was know originally that. supposed to be him. You know that? Yeah, I do, and I think. They lucked out by not getting Tom Cruise. Uh, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I know, I knew I was gonna strike a chord on that one. I just don't think he did a very good job. Wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Wrong. Sad. Um, but anyway, all right. Let's move on to another question. If you were a transformer, what vehicle would you turn into, Jason? Uh, I, I thought about this one. And um, took me all of like ten seconds. Um, would be a Ferrari F SF ninety. I don't know what a like. I love that car growing up as a kid. It was just so cool. And like, I mean, it's a badass car. It'd be fast, so like, I'd be one of those quick transformers. You know what I mean? Uh, not like a strong one, but like just a fast one. Like like F like uh, agility wise and stuff like that. Like, I'd be one of those. You know? Very much like uh, Mirage in the recent one. Have you seen the recent one? No, not yet, but I want to. So Yeah, very much like Mirage, which is the main character's car. It's a Porsche. 
played by T- Pete Davidson. So, no, I, I hear you. I hear you. I had two choices. I would either pick my truck, Toyota Tacoma. Let's go. Let's go. Toyota Tacoma. Because uh, I'm reliable and I can help out. You know what I mean? Uh, but, of course, a dream car that I have, which is actually because I – I first saw it in the Transformers movies, and I was like, this car is a badass fucking car. Because it was a good movie, right? Shia LaBeouf. Uh, it was the Chevy Camaro. The Chevy <laughs> Camaro. Uh, I fell in love with it. I know it's Bumblebee, but same thing. He's old reliable, so I would definitely pick a Chevy Camaro or be my car, which is a Toyota Tacoma. You know what? My second pick would have been a, a, a vibrator. It, it's a machine. It's it is a, a machine. It's not it's a an electronic device, right? I mean, if it can get you from point A to point B, and a lot of women say it does, yeah, then you're a transformer right there. <laughs> oh, and every time <laughs> yeah. you'll definitely transform her, right? Yeah. So, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Uh, a lot of ladies will agree that that this, that is a great transformer to be. All right, um, Jason, I got one for you. This is uh, our last question. Second to last, actually. But last one for me, because I'm not going to add to the last one. You could only listen to five music albums for the rest of your life. Which albums are you going to pick? Um, we had this conversation. But I, I think the reason why this question came up about is because we talked about it in our music group chat. Yes. It'd have to be my top five favorite albums. It does switch from time to time, but right now, it would be Kendrick Lamar's Good Kid, Mad City. Kid Cudi's Man on the Moon, the first one. That's a good album. Uh, Anderson Pack, Malibu. Good album. Uh, it'd be Sir, Chasing Summer. I got a little bit of R&B in there. Then I have Chance the Rapper, Acid Rap. Chance, Acid Rapper. No, I like that. After Hacky Sacker. Yeah, I got a little bit of rap in there. I got some um, some emo hip hop with Kid Cudi. We got some um, Henderson Pack where he, like it's a lot of instrumentals and stuff like that. So it's like really dope. Uh, he's got a lot of fast paced songs, but like also slow play songs. Uh, I got Sir, you got my R&B in there. And then I got Chance where it's like a fun rap. So like I have a little bit of everything. Maybe not everything, but like everything that I would want if I'm if I have to I'm constantly stuck in a desert island. That that would be it. Those would be my albums. So mine would be, we have one artist that's the same. Uh, Kendrick. I would put Damn on there. I could listen to that album over and over and over again. Like, I will not get tired of it. Uh, for Change Up in Styles, because this album, they use a lot of different styles. They feature different artists, which I appreciate that they always do in their albums, is Gorilla's self-titled debut album, Gorilla's. I would definitely put that on there. And then when I want to be in a bit of a party vibe, when I want to have people over and I can only listen to one thing, you know what I mean? Um, definitely going with uh, Bad Bunny's Un Verano Sin Ti. came out last year. I think it's going to be probably one of the more important reggaeton albums of all time. So huge, huge fun album to listen to. And it's got a lot of, uh, he actually plays with a lot of different Latin sounds in that one. So I appreciate the work that he does on that one. Personal favorite when uh, when I want to listen to some harder music, uh, Nine Inch Nails with Teeth album. Grew up with it. It made me fall in love with the band. Huge fan of it. And then a Latin pop rock 
album that I can also listen to over and over again, which is Juanes' debut album, uh, Un Dia Normal, which has probably his, except for Camisa Negra, it has like all his biggest hits. <laughs> tengo, tengo la camisa negra. Yeah. yeah, that's dope, man. Uh, great picks. I mean, I don't think there's anything wrong. Like, it's it's your opinion. You know what I mean? Yeah, um, I would honestly love to have all the albums that you have on there as well, but I can only pick five. I also wanted to throw Beatles in there. I mean, it was hard, right? Only yeah, it was five. tough. Yeah. But we definitely, I think we did a good job. We did a good job. <laughs> Tell us <laughs> what you guys think uh, when you check out the episode. Last question, Jason. This one's for you because I haven't watched basketball in a while. I want to I wanna get back on next season. I want to watch throughout the season because I miss basketball. But this is a question for the resident basketball fan. And it pertains to you. Can LeBron win another title before he retires? And I'm going to add on to it because I know what you're going to say. So I'm going to add on to it. How will he do it with the Lakers? And how will he do it without the Lakers? <laughs> okay. So can Le- LeBron win another title before he retires? Of course he can. If he fucking jumps teams and goes to another team where he can succeed, which so he's done in the past. So you don't think that he can do it with the Lakers? Yes. I don't know. Hmm. I like the team we have, and I like the signings that we've recently done. Uh, can we go far right now? But it's it's just really tough because with the West, with uh, Denver, uh, Golden State's still going to improve. Um, the Grizzlies um, were injured when we played them in the first round. They're going to be better. LeBron is getting older. I'm sorry, but the only way the only way he can win is if he decides to take a pay cut and starts ring chasing. So I don't think he can win with the Lakers. Although I do like the pieces that we have right now. Uh, you think he'll take a pay cut? No. Maybe. <laughs> yeah, no, maybe because he wants that six to the comparison to LeBron. Uh, LeBron to yeah, Michael. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the true goal. Be Jordan. Yeah, yeah. Michael B. Jordan. Is that what you said? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he um, wants to be yeah. Michael B. Jordan. Do Do I think he wins another one? I know because I, I, I think, I don't think he. I don't think he tries to ring chase anymore because, you know, like, yeah, you can get a, a ring when you're like irrelevant player, you know, you're like part of the bench and then you're not really doing anything. So he, he could get a ring like that, but like ones that like really matter. And like, you'd be like, Oh, if you compare it to Michael Jordan, it, it's stuff like that. I don't know. It's, it's just very tough. It, I don't know. I know it's not the answer you wanted, but yeah. <laughs> that so would be my if, he's, if he leaves, he can win one easy. If he yes. stays with the Lakers, it's not sure, leaning towards no. Uh, yeah, I'm going to say no. And uh, sorry to my Laker fans out there, but I'm going to say no. Okay, okay. I appreciate the honesty. That's what we're here for, man. That's what we're here it hurts. for. It hurts. That's now, the truth. we hope you guys enjoyed the episode. That's it for us. Uh, Jason, you got any shout-outs to make? Yeah, man, just a uh... – uh, it's it's been over a week, but a happy belated to Jamie. I love you. Um, and uh, shout out to my family members that I saw. <clears throat> shout out early birthday to Sebastian uh, coming out in two days. So shout out to him. And uh, yeah, that's all I got. What about you, brother? Uh, 
Shout out to Gabby. Happy anniversary this Friday. We won't be together, but I love you. And this has been the best, the best decade that I could have ever imagined having with somebody. Uh, Ooh, decade. I mean, it's not the full decade, but pretty much. Yeah. We got together in 2014. So that's nine years. Um, anyway, uh, shout out to all you listeners. As usual, we love you. We appreciate you. Uh, check us out on YouTube. Check us out on Instagram. Follow us, please. Give a follow. Hit all the likes. Give us a review on Spotify, guys. Give give us the thumbs up. Subscribe to our channel on YouTube. Uh, subscribe to us. Follow us on Twitter. Uh, we Again, we appreciate you guys. Hope to see you soon. We are taking next week off. Uh, I'm going to be out of town. I'm not going to have any access. Um, so we are going to be taking a week off. Jason may or may not uh, give you guys an update on that for next week. Uh, but we'll see you guys next time for another episode of Revenge of the Pot. Peace out, everybody.